self-serving persuasive talkers of everything and nothing we are conversation Conversation con artists hey what's going on it's your boy mr on point and i am clevy red and we are conversation con artists back to you with another episode for the week I uh, want to let y'all know to go to the website, check out all of our old podcast episodes, our new ones, as well as links to the stories that we have for this week. You can also leave us some feedback on the left side of the screen. You have over the mail icon. It'll give you options. You can subscribe to our newsletter, any of that. You can find me on Twitter at Mr. M-I-S-T-E-R underscore on point. And I can be found at red underscore calamity. <laughs> I do that every week. I just forget my Twitter name. Red underscore calamity. Um, also, we are still doing the listener letter portion of the show. If you would like to ask us a question that we will answer on the show, you can send it in to the website or you can send it to our Gmail account, which is conversationcardartist at gmail.com. And we only have one letter this week. And I'm going to let Mr. On Point read it. Okay. The listener letter this week is one that wants. Um, us to address a article titled Obama colon Trump is unfit to serve as president Obama has not really held back any criticism that he's given about Donald Trump as he should during this time and he's just saying that he's not fit he sucks ass I mean anybody with half a brain and so the article is just about President Obama's comments um, some of the things Donald Trump has done and said and um, the listener want us to address the last paragraphs of this article, so I'm going to read these. Trump also said his critics would never desert him because they fear a Supreme Court stacked with Clinton appointees. He recounted his own comments from a campaign stop in Pennsylvania in which he said he told his audience that even if people don't like me, they have to vote for me. I said, even if you can't stand Donald Trump, you think Donald Trump is the worst, you're going to vote for me. You know why? Justices of the Supreme Court, he said. If they pick judges, we're going to end up with another Venezuela, except just a bigger version. With a bit of stagecraft, Trump also appeared to try to fend off questions about his military acumen and his own draft deferments during the Vietnam War by beckoning onto a stage a lieutenant colonel. The man had given him his Purple Heart medal before the rally as a vote of confidence, Trump said. I always wanted to get the Purple Heart, Trump said. This was much easier. Because you did have to fucking work for it. Probably like most of the things in his life. I mean, seriously, he is the same shit, different day. I do think he's getting worse and worse at this point. Maybe I don't know if it's because he knows at this point that his his chances to actually win the presidency have like gone down and he just don't give a fuck anymore. I'm really not sure why the progression on like the terribleness that is him, but it is getting worse. I just don't know why. We talked last week about the other things that come along with voting a president or voting for your party. Let's not say a president. A president to me is a minuscule part of the system. We talked about the other things that influences. It influences the power of the House and the Senate, depending on if it's a Democrat House or a Democrat Congress or a Republican Congress. It in turn is going to influence how the laws are written. And how fast they can get passed and pushed through. Then it's going to influence through the Supreme Court how those laws are enforced and interpreted uh, by using the Constitution that's doing such. And it's well known that we have a very conservative Supreme Court justice or Supreme Court. 
And I think it is it's ridiculous that Donald Trump would use that as leverage. Like he's the hostage taker. He's <laughs> taking the Republican Party hostage. And he's verbalized that he's done that. It's not that he just took him hostage and don't nobody know why he's done this. But they also are legitimizing the reasons that he's done it because they're still continuing to support him. What I wonder is, what is the straw? What's the straw? Because Paul Ryan got up there and said, you know what? Yeah, Donald Trump might be racist. He might be an asshat. I don't agree with him. But we don't need a Hillary. At what point can you no longer say that? At what point can you, are you so adamant about Hillary Clinton not being in there that you're willing to support things you don't believe in to the point that Donald Trump knows what you believe in and he is using what you believe in as leverage to stay in his position and continue to do what he like. This ain't the kind of situation you want to be in. Not at all. This is a lose-lose situation for the people that are supporting him because they don't feel like they have any other options. But you know what? The Republican Party has allowed somebody like Donald Trump to come in and do this because they they had no idea. And I can say this with confidence. The Republican Party had no idea that all of the people who are out here who support Donald Trump will potentially support a Donald Trump. They had no idea. They don't even know who their people are. But what it says is that it seems like it's the people that are left over that are that are in support. They're the racists. They're the bigots. They're they're the misogynists. They're like they're like the worst of the worst. What does it say about you when that's your your supporters? When your rallies are filled with people like tossing around racial slurs and shit? Like what does that say about you and your party as a whole? Like. You're continue supporting him regardless of whether or not you want to get up and here and there and say that I don't support this and that, but you still support him. And the thing about it is you everything that comes along with that comes along with that. But I think that what I think is the people that are supporting Donald Trump are not all racist. They're not all misogynist. There's not all sexist. I don't think that's the majority of it because what we're constantly seeing is the more and more he talks, the more and more his numbers are coming down. There are people dropping off of this support train. I think a lot of people were initially like, yeah, we need something different. Yeah, we need somebody who's going to speak their mind just because they've been inhibited by the, you know, PC police from speaking their mind. And so the reasons that they've been supporting Donald Trump has come with a certain amount of allowances. I'll allow you to have this shit over here, but you're, you're talking about something that I identify with. But see, at the point that he's attacked the Gold Star family, which if y'all didn't know is a family that had a family member die in Iraq, at the point that he's starting to get closer to home with, okay, now you're starting to attack people that look like us. Now it's turning into he's losing support. And, and to say losing. that shit about the wife, like, oh, you won't let her say anything or she's quiet because you won't let her say anything. Like, what kind of shit? <laughs> like, I just, uh, it's a lot. And He's I'll say, lot. I don't know what's happening in Venezuela for him to say that if, if Hillary Clinton appointed the Supreme Court justices, it'll be a Venezuela. I don't I don't know what's going on for that. He probably is that what hunger is having? They having hunger issues right now? 
He probably don't know. He probably like, because he the kind of person that'll see something in passing and be like, ooh, I could use that without researching it. And he'll just say it. Who knows? I don't know. But that's the thing. Donald Trump is not wrong. That He's not wrong. Republicans, he's not wrong about what? <laughs> Republicans want Republican Supreme Court justices, conservative oh, well, yes. Supreme Court justices. They want those Supreme Court justices to interpret the law that caters to their understanding of it. And yeah. if Hillary starts appointing different Supreme Court justices that have more liberal leaning and more uh, Democrat views and interpretations of the law, then the laws ain't going to work for them. And so I think it's one of those let's have Donald Trump as a placeholder, you know, not recognizing the dangers and implications of him being that placeholder <laughs> yeah. in terms of how the rest of the world is going to look at him. And not only that, but now what we have is we have somebody that is the Republican presidential nominate, nominee who already, the whole world was already looking at us and saying, why are they doing that with Donald Trump? But now... They're seeing people in his own party not supporting him. So it's going to be even more of that. It's going to be a larger version of that. And Republicans don't understand. And so I'm not saying that y'all should support him. I'm saying that because of how the Republican Party has existed, it allowed this to happen. It allowed this to happen. Who is a candidate that if the Democratic Party got in would be like a slapstick version of Democratic nominee. Like that would be like a caricature. Yeah, like um, I don't like know. what would be the version of the, the Democratic, Democratic version Donald of Trump? Donald Trump? Uh, <laughs> I don't even know. Um, It'll probably be It'd have to be somebody else that also has no political background at all. It'll probably be, I know this will say it'll probably be one of the uh one of the not this not real people. They are real people, but one of the character the gay characters from Modern Family. <laughs> one of the gay like a flamboyantly gay overly you know, something that a position that a lot of people could possibly get behind but would be conflicted about because they have this thing about them that they don't really I don't know. Like, what's uh, what is his name? Matt David did. And Matt David and what's it called did a movie about him. Shit, what's his name? He's like this really flamboyant. Was he a composer? Uh, what's his name? What you talking about, Willis? I can't think of his name. Ugh. Or it'll have to be. He just- sounded like gold, big gold chairs, like gaudy stuff. What is his fucking name? Shit. I'm gonna think about it randomly now in the middle <laughs> of the show, come. It'll and come I'm just to gonna you. say, <laughs> I can't think of what it is. But at the end of the day, Donald Trump is holding the Republican Party hostage, and the Republican Party won the Liberace. <laughs> Liberace. Okay, there it is. It came quicker than it came sooner than later. <laughs> Liberace. <Yeah. laughs> He's holding the Republican Party hostage. And the Republican Party has some decisions to make. Either Hillary Clinton is going to have to be that placeholder because we just can't support this. And not only can we not support this, but we can't support him taking us hostage like this. 
You know, so Hillary Clinton gonna have to be the placeholder. We gonna have to reverse it because the things that you may have to reverse if Donald Trump is the president could potentially be so much more problematic. Yeah. I yeah. mean, to be honest, it would make more sense to me for the Republican Party to say, okay. We're going to make sure that Hillary Clinton is a placeholder. But what we're going to do is we're going to put a whole bunch of effort into making sure that Congress continues to stay Republican so that we can hold up progress on everything. And in four years, we can redo this. So we got to find somebody different. But there is going to be a there's going to need to be a radical change in politics for somebody like Donald Trump to not run again and get up there again. Because he could. He could. If he lost. If it's not a radical change in the Republican ideals or whatever it is, I don't know what it is that's putting Donald Trump up there, but is that maybe they're just not catering to their base like they think they are. If they don't do some kind of change that's going to help them, it's going to be a problem. And he's going to run again. Or another Trump going to run. Somebody who just thinks because they got a platform and can say what they want to say and can be open about it that people are going to support him. Is Arnold still good? Was he a governor? He was. I don't know if he still is or not. They kill Rudd. <laughs> no, no, not Arnold Schwarzenegger. His ass can't even talk. He was governor. Nobody want to hear his damn speeches. But he don't do speeches what, as governors like that. But that's what I think. He I just think do photo ops. Him winning, I think, was surprising to me. I don't think anybody expected him to win the governorship. I guess is what that's called. I don't know what it's. Will you slip up? I wonder shit if like he left California happens. better or worse. I don't know. Something we'll have to look up. I don't know. The second part of the the situation is Donald Trump. It's, it's no surprise for him to because Donald Trump had an opportunity when presented with this medal. He had an opportunity to do some different things. Say no. no yeah, he could have said no, <laughs> sir. The sacrifices that you have made for this country or are what makes this country it. great. Yeah, and I would not dare minimize the value of this award by taking it from you he could have done something that would humanize him a lot more than say oh appreciate it this was real easy to get but he's not human he's an orange cheeto he's like a living breathing orange cheeto he's a cheeto he's a cheeto <laughs> he's a cheeto he need to be a mascot for cheeto <laughs> for something horrible <laughs> I was gonna say I like Chester Cheetah. He needs to stay the mascot for Cheetos, but he looks like a Cheeto. Look at he orange. He looks like a. Did you see that picture of him eating the chicken? Mm-mm. <laughs> it was eating the chicken. Weird, he was like, like on a private. Chicken? Yeah, he was like on a like KFC or some shit. He was on a private plane and that he had a plate of chicken with like a knife and a spoon. <laughs> But everybody gave him shit about that spoon. But he had like sides. I think the spoon was probably for like the potatoes and gravy. I don't know. But his picture, like, he just, he really needs to lay off the tanning. Like, he really. I don't know. Is it a spray tan? I'm assuming I mean, it's a know. spray tan. I don't think he's a person. I think they <laughs> plug him in every night. I think they plug him in. No, 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 no. He ain't advanced enough for plugging in. I think they want they put the little thing in his back, wind <laughs> it up, wind it up for a twenty four hour setting, and then let it go, and then he just start walking around. Hey, send him back. <laughs> hey, Muslims. <laughs> all right. <laughs> he just he just going can't stop it. Then he slow down later on in the day. Well, they need a new paint job. Then you know what? You know what? Oh uh-uh, no, it ain't even. He ain't even got a. He ain't even got a twist. He got. 
they just pull a long string. <laughs> it's just a string in his ass, and they just hook it up and pull it all the way out like them old things, and he just let it go, and he just run. Yeah, that's that's Donald Trump. They need to give him a new paint job because that orange is not working. So whoever like decorated him needs to. They need to do better. His talking style to me is horrible. Like he repeat himself. He don't have anything motivating to say. But the things that mind, people I cheer think, for yeah. are horrible things. They just <laughs> cheer for it. He don't say anything positive. <sighs> I mean, I'm not sure how genuine the positive stuff Hillary Clinton say is, but at least it's positive stuff. But, I mean, it's just, again, it's <laughs> he's so psychotic. He's not even playing the game the way like yes, it absolutely all politicians get up there, they lie to us, but we expect that. He just get up there and just show his ass. Like he don't even try. He's not even trying. He's not I don't even know that he ever tried, which says a lot again about us as a country, them as a party. It don't even seem like he's been trying all that much. He literally just been getting up every day being the orange Cheeto that he is. And now he's the top nominee, like one half of the nominees for president. The fuck? <laughs> I will continue to reiterate, people, that I don't care if you look at it as a list of two evils or if you believe that you should vote for independent or green party. And I believe you can vote for a green party or independent if that's something you always been doing. Yes. I'm not shitting on your beliefs. If that's what you do all the time. Yeah, my thing is vote for what you believe in. But don't do it just because you don't like these two particular candidates because you still are a part supposed to be part of the party like i guess that's like what 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 can i equate this to i was never in a, a, a sorority and i don't get sorority fraternity life no shade to like all the kappas deltas all that shit because i don't need y'all in my you, if you don't say all of them it's gonna be a I, problem i can't name them all <laughs> first of all i'm sick and I, my mind's not working up to par so y'all know who y'all are <laughs> what is they go, why did they why did she say capitalism what, what is it the divine nine the divine nine okay umbrella is? okay there you go umbrella. all y'all so <laughs> that's like whoever you that's like you not like who your chapter leader is so you say you know what <laughs> i'm done I'm done with Kappa. I'm done with De whatever divine die you are. You just go shit on all of the, the time and effort that you put into this sorority simply because you don't like this this person who's in, I don't know how long their offices run. I don't even know that they fucking have offices. That's how little I know about sororities and fraternities. But essentially it's the same thing. Like If you believe in what the party believes in just because this is the face for them right now, that doesn't mean that you shit on the whole party. If you're a Democrat, you're a Democrat. If you're a Republican, you're a Republican. If you're a Green Party, you're a Green Party. But you don't throw it all away just because you don't like the person that's the current nominee. Because then what happens? You gonna come back to them when they when the election season roll around the next four years? Like, and that's and that's the thing. Like, it's okay if you are not voting for Democrat because you believe that the party is not standing by its own ideals. If you believe that the party is somehow going downhill, but Hillary Clinton being a liar, <laughs> they that all ain't lie. enough. <laughs> they all lie like hell to your ass. Your Green Party people are lying, I, I can assure you. Like, they all lie at some point about something. They all lie. They're all liars. That's part of being a politician, I feel like. You and have to be able to lie. And it's too late. It's too late to start investing in the 
third party candidates. <laughs> and I think the third party candidates, they don't care. They just want higher numbers than they had last year. <laughs> they know they're not going to win. They know they're not going to win. And if Jill Stein and Gary Johnson right now think they have a chance at winning, they too delusional to win. <laughs> they too delusional to be considered if they believe it. They're not going to win. But being the party that they in, they can't say, I don't believe in any of them systems. That's why they are libertarians or Green Party. If you've believed in one of those systems, you need to re- reevaluate why you're not voting for Democrat or why you're not voting Republican. Because at the end of the day, if this country gets shitted on, you can't. You gonna have to look in the mirror and accept the role you didn't play in that situation. And for anybody that I know that did it, you gonna have to look at me because I'm gonna be in your face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fucking Trump becomes president. Everybody that I know that said they went voted or they were gonna vote for a third party that, and they never did before, I'm gonna be front and center in your fucking face for the next four years. Get ready. This is your fucking fault. Basically, every time I see you, it ain't even gonna be hey. It's gonna be like your fucking fault. Bottom line, basically. But at the end of the day, um, Trump ain't shit. Basically, Trump is. It's just Hillary ain't even doing shit. Hillary ain't even. She just let Donald Trump take himself down. <laughs> she ain't gotta do that. <laughs> she don't. She just she Kermit out here. <laughs> she Kermit sipping her fucking tea out here. <laughs> That's what she doing. That's Hillary Clinton right now. She's She's like, I don't know what's going on over there. But that's who she is right now. Like she ain't getting she she barely doing interviews. So she barely talking. She barely doing speeches. She just in the background, like, look, <laughs> Donald Trump is on fire right now. And not the good on fire. Not like NBA Jam. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? When you hit certain amount no. of shots in a row. But he is literally bursting into flames right now. And it's his shoes on fire. Now his whole body gonna be on fire soon. She's just gonna let him burn. She don't really and then and she's a, she's a smarter strategist than he is. He's you know, not what at all. He's used to hiring very smart strategists, but I don't think he listened to anybody. I think that's his no. problem. And that's what they're saying because every time he just gets taken down, he's supposed to be focusing on the issues, but it's always something that pull him to the right. And everybody knows it. So, but anyway, we can move on from that. That's That was the question for this week. That was the question. I hope we answered it, you know, the way it needed to be answered. Again, if you have a question you like for us to answer on the show, you can send it into the uh, website or to our Gmail account, which is conversationcardartist at gmail.com. Uh, and since we're talking, or we were talking about Obama um, and his statements against Trump, y'all need to get off uh, Malia Obama. Like, let her, let, let her be great. She 18 years old. She went to, like, what is it, Lollapalooza? One of these little music festivals, and somebody called her on camera, like, twerk, her version of twerk, because it wasn't twerking. Her version of twerking, and I think she, like, lifted her skirt up real fast at one point, and people are just like, oh, that's not proper, and, and they almost got out without a scandal, and she is 18 years old. And this is a scandal. Bush daughters were out here drunk driving and running into motherfucking shit. That's a scandal. An 18-year-old girl at a music festival that's dancing awkward as fuck. That is not a scandal. So y'all need to have a seat. Not to mention the fact that those two girls, her and her sister Sasha, have done an amazing job of being constantly in the limelight with their parents for some shit they didn't ask for. 
and on their best behavior. So yeah, she eighteen. Like think about when you was eighteen and somebody had a camera running around, filled uh, with the shit that you was doing. I guarantee you, it was probably worse than her dancing. And her dancing was awkward. You could tell that this ain't even like something that she gets to do often because it was terrible. Wasn't no beat. She danced like Elaine. If anybody familiar with Seinfeld, that episode of Seinfeld when she was dancing, I have to show it to you. It's mm-hmm. hilarious. Complete, not on any kind of bad, any beat at all. You, they, you white people dance to the words. <laughs> Not the music. <laughs> you know people gonna be like, oh my god, this so <laughs> That's what I heard. I don't know. I'm going to clubs. I heard that. I don't know, but I listen, mean, listen. Just put like this. The next time you see a white person that's now some white people dance, white people dance. Some people but can. when you see a white person that can't dance, listen to the words <laughs> and see if they on beat with the words versus the beat. Which is gonna be hard because it's just gonna look. This is weird, but I don't know. Check it out. See, I don't go to clubs. You that is hilarious. Know. And maybe that is true, but like people were just giving her such an oh, we're so disappointed in an eighteen-year-old for dancing around like eighteen-year-old. She's eighteen. She's getting ready to go to college again. Think about some of the shit that y'all was doing in college, and if somebody had happened to have a camera phone and filmed that shit, I guarantee, again, guarantee you, it's worse than anything that we saw her doing. Like she eighteen, can she be great? Just let on, her be. On a scale of scandal, <laughs> the the level to which this is scandal is newborn baby innocent. <laughs> Okay, it's just not a thing. It's I'm sorry. really not. And I saw it, and I, what I saw was an awkward eighteen-year-old who, again, has been made to be on her best behavior for eight fucking her whole teenage, like her whole adolescence, has been in front of America, literally in front of America. She eighteen, she get ready to go off to college, and she enjoyed herself. And I said, kudos to her. Y'all need to get the fuck off her and let her be. I mean. Is that that big of a deal? She could be out here like Lawrence Fishburne, daughter. Oh, shit. Is she doing porn? She did a couple of scenes. Okay. Well, it's porn. I mean, after that, at that point, you do porn or you've done porn. You've done porn. <laughs> it's different. Porn. A porn star is different than a person who does was, porn. That's what I'm saying. Porn, I'm putting it on the, the scatter. Porn star is different than a person that she, does porn. It's different than a person that has done, done porn. porn. She's done porn. Montana Fishburne, if any of y'all do research out there. You know, you wanna I even know see her what first that day, like. but I saw and she isn't she not porn work? Okay, I don't know. I mean, she ain't <laughs> ugly. I mean well, I feel like people were making fun of her for doing that for something. I don't remember. it was a little while ago when I saw that, but Ain't no telling. But now that scandal Yes. That's, that's And Lawrence Fisburne was embarrassed as fuck. I, I'm pretty off. sure. Barack and Michelle, their prob- their biggest like issue with that probably was girl, did we give you any rhythm? Like you ain't inherit none of the rhythm? Like none of it. Like you ain't get none. Not even a smidgen of rhythm from us. They probably saw them videos and was like, We're about to go and dance. We finna show you some moves. <laughs> Cause I don't know what that was. Me and Michelle is about it. to show you some shit. Oh my god. And she, first of all, she's like straight up and down a stick. So her trying to shake her ass was just hilarious and anyway, because there is no ass there to speak of. So she's doing the white... Okay, not to be racist, she was doing the white girl thing though, where she's like moving her back. It, it was hilarious to watch, but it was definitely not a scandal. Like, she 18, let her be. 
She was dancing. Y'all act like she somebody caught her on camera snoring crack or some shit. Like she was dancing at a fucking music festival. That's what happens at music. the worst things actually. It's a good thing that she wasn't smoking, snorting, or or popping pills. Like she was dancing. People ain't gonna be happy until she just river dancing out here. And that's it. <laughs> Like, she looked like she might be able to do that though. Like, I just wonder if these people have a list in front of them of shit that's acceptable. Like if she was river dancing, that would be fine. If she was doing the Macarena, that would be fine. If she was doing the cabbage patch, <laughs> that would be okay. But twerking, no. Which wasn't even twerking. By the way. Because there is twerking. level of twerking. This is what you believe is twerking, and it's like Strip club, Atlanta strip club twerking. And she was nowhere near that. She wasn't she even down there. She at the top of I don't know what twerking is for real, <laughs> but I think I, it's like when, when you think you know what something look like in your head yes. and you do it, but it don't look like that, that shit at all. At she probably all. thought she was doing something, but that was not that one. I it. mean, I had women up and down my timeline on Facebook talking about I'm so disappointed. First of all, you ain't like she your fucking child. Secondly, <laughs> she is 18 years old and she was dancing. What exactly is it that you're disappointed in? The fact that she is like every other 18 year old on the fucking planet? Like, what? Why? I just don't understand. Like, her dad is president. Her mom is the first lady. She a kid. And again, they have done an amazing job of staying out of trouble for eight years. You know how fucking hard that is? Secondly, I want you to think back to your punk-ass 18-year-old Jeez, self. I'm telling you. And I want you to think about that story that ain't on video <laughs> that you're not going to tell nobody about that exists. While you being overly critical of somebody just because you saw it on video and just because you want to hold them to a standard of morality that you currently have that your 18 year old punk ass <laughs> did it. Okay? Absolutely. So I want you to think about that story. I want you to go look in the mirror. Once the tears are gone, I want you to leave that shit alone. Okay? That's it. Once the tears are gone. <laughs> leave that shit alone. Okay? It wasn't that bad. It Take really it from wasn't. Mr. On Point. Like, let that girl be. I'm not saying it wasn't that bad. Is. It wasn't bad at all. It wasn't bad it wasn't at bad all. Period. Like, she was being an 18 year old at a music festival. Again, especially some of y'all older people who had fucking Woodstock and shit. Y'all know what y'all was doing out there. It was much worse. Much worse than exactly. when she than her dancing. Like, I just don't. It, it, I don't know. It's not like <laughs> they were walking into, like, the correspondent's dinner and she just busts out on the floor. Exactly. She was at a music festival. It was appropriate for where she was and for what age that she's at. Like, I don't get what people had a problem. Like, every time I saw somebody saying some shit about it, I was just like, seriously? Listen. Like, if some of these people, let me just say this to the people on my timeline who might listen to this. I know what some of y'all were doing at 18 and 19 years old because I was fucking there. So you can miss me <laughs> with miss the I'm so disappointed and I can't believe her because we can share some stories. You know what I'm talking about? I, I can get on your, your wall and share some shit that you would never want anybody to know because she obviously, again, didn't know nobody was taking that, that uh, recording of her. But some of y'all just forget i i think this is true of adults in general we we get older we forget what it was like to be kids and this happens with a lot of, of times with parents they forget what it's like to be that age so now that you have these adult stresses you forget that kids have stressors they have things that they're going through that they trying to figure out is your job to help them figure out how to get through this kid stress so when this a big ass adult stress come rolling down the hill they are able to face that and we forget and just kick it off to the side or act like it ain't nothing because 
we just don't remember what it was like being there. Like we have amnesia about that shit. And not only that, but I think that you can't see through the lens of a child's irresponsibility because you're now responsible. Yep. And you believe that you're going to be able to show your child the exact <laughs> way that you understand things without allowing them to craft their own view of that. Like as a parent, you are just a fucking guide. You know what I'm saying? Yep. You are just there to show them the way, the direction, but they're going to interpret everything they see along the way in their own ways. They're not going to follow your map exactly. They're going to take a whole lot of detours, some through some real rocky ass areas. And I get it's apparent that you want to help them avoid them patchy areas, but everybody needs to go through those patchy areas. Like the same way you had to learn the hard way about some shit, so will they. And the same way your parents was trying to tell you, I've been there, I know, don't do that, and you did it anyway. Same shit. This is this. That's just part of the cycle of growing up. It happens. You're not going to be able to avoid it because it's your kid. Like, it's not how that works. And the best thing you can do is be supportive and be prepared to do damage control like <laughs> yeah. it's two things that you can't do i feel when you're a parent the first thing you can't do is you can't overexpose your kid to everything just to get it out of the way oh no you can't do it they're not ready to interpret it. they mind ain't ready they can't do that you can't do that nope the other one is you can't shield and block your child Hell from every single no. thing that exists because you don't want them to be prepared for anybody that has ever gone to college recognizes the people that were shielded exactly. because when they get out here they don't know how to process through these things because you never let you and i tell parents this all the time you would rather help them process through this now where you're here and you can help them as opposed to when they get out of the house and they away at college and you don't know what the fuck going on until little susie comes back second semester and say hey mom i'm not going back to college <laughs> And by the way, you're going to be a grandma. <laughs> you, you would rather, while she's in the house, teach her the diff, like how to date and, and all of these things as opposed to let her figure it out on her own in college where she is completely unsupervised. Completely. As a parent, you got 18 years to give your children the tools they need to survive. Yep. Meaning, if you don't let your daughter date until she's 17 years old, she ain't going to know how to to discern the shit dudes from the good dudes. And it's a lot of about that. Yeah, she's not going to be able to go out there on her own and choose appropriately because you just didn't want to see her making the bad decisions while you had control. But it's the same way with sons, because I have a thing about this double standard. If you she'll this is usually well, it's usually the opposite. Sons are usually like, go on out there and date as many girls. That's what I'm saying. That's why my dialogue caters towards the girls because <laughs> girls are universally protected. Oh, Women will shit. even tell you that boys, you ain't got to even worry about boys like that. That's just the idea of the mentality. Oh, you got to worry about all your kids, okay? I don't give, give they boys or girls. Listen, you have to I, find your way. I love my brothers. I really do. I have three of them. I don't have any sisters. And I can promise you promise you I make much better decisions than most of them but I'm the one that everybody feels like they have to protect I'm the one that has to call this person and that person and that person when I get off the road from going somewhere because I don't know I already told you it's annoying something happened to your ass that you don't know about when you was little <laughs> you might who well just ask your moms next time y'all talk did I almost die when I was a baby? <laughs> <laughs> this, this is the only thing that makes sense. 
as she far might as I tell know, you. there was no no <laughs> such incident. I mean, my younger brother almost died, but that was mostly at my hands when he was a baby. That don't count. She didn't. She wasn't super protective of him, and I I like you know scared her a lot about. And he's alive. <laughs> he is alive. So he's alive. I, I am too. <laughs> After whatever happened, happened. I don't. <laughs> which could be barely <laughs> at that point. I'm just saying. Cause they super overprotect. I have to call everybody, and if I don't, then I get. Fun. Why you didn't call everybody when you got back? Cause I was tired and I went to bed and I didn't feel like making a hundred calls. Cause it's stupid. That's why. I got you. But anyhow, what y'all is, leave hello. It's just an attempt to discredit President Obama at any point that they could. Which what they've been doing lately. I don't know if you've seen this, but you know about the hostage situation. The hostage situation. Hostage $400 million situation. Uh-uh. So apparently, the American government owed Iran a $400 million debt. Shit. Don't know from how long ago. It was from some terms ago. I think it was from a couple of presidents ago, maybe. But it's a long-term debt that's been owed to Iran. Well, President Obama paid that debt within this month. And the hostages were released shortly after. Uh-huh. And so what they're saying now is that President Obama paid for those hostages to be released, even though this debt is older than these hostages hostages being taken hostage. Yeah. And so people just want something to complain. They just wanted to discredit the man. But that being said, I do understand the concerns because if other terrorist organizations in America oh, yeah. don't watch our news or don't read our stories and the people in Iran say we just released these hostages we just got 400 million dollars oh, well, then yeah. I see how it can a lot of hostage situations other parts of the world be interpreted crazy yeah but I don't know if that's something that like the office overlooked or if they were really that disconnected and it was so coincidental that they happened at the same time but you know Republicans make it sound like a nuclear bomb was dropped somewhere. You know, they making mountains out of molehills. That's their special. They ain't even making mountains out of molehills. They make fucking universes out of molehills. <laughs> they create a whole new universe when a damn little bitty thing happened to discredit. And that's what they, that's a part of it. We're we going to discredit him through his family or we're going to discredit him through his wife well, or his daughter or we're going to discredit him through, you know, his decisions and foreign... His. Well, the worst thing you got on his family is that his daughter was dancing... At a music festival, I mean, come on. <laughs> like, or when the next worst thing you got is that you know, uh, his wife inaccurately portrayed slaves instead of being, instead of accurately identifying that they were contract workers that were fed very well. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Bill O'Reilly. <laughs> oh my God, people are stupid. I mean, you gonna discredit? Everybody like that's how far he had to go to discredit. He went to discredit what she said. He went to go invalidate a whole culture of slavery that's influenced a lot of the shit that we experience today. He's how can I discredit her speech? Well, slaves were contract workers. And I'm pretty <laughs> sure they were fed pretty well. Okay. Bitch, if you don't go somewhere. Yeah. I just don't understand <laughs> people. But and other people that I don't understand, Bow Wow's gonna retire. Shad Moss is is gonna leave the rap game. <laughs> I can't even say that shit with a straight face. Like, 
Bow Wow. Why you think we give a fuck? When was the last time we gave a fuck, bro? <laughs> like, Bow Wow ass is in the rap game like oil is in water, goddamn. <laughs> like, what is wrong with you? If you make this announcement like somebody cares, like. <laughs> yeah, bro, like, just, just go home. <laughs> just go home. Don't talk. I promise you, ain't nobody gonna ask for you. Ain't nobody gonna wonder where you been. Nope. I mean, clearly he got brought 20 fans that will. Okay. Just like that person on Facebook that feel the need to say, I'm tired of all the drama. I'm getting off it. Just get your ass off. Like, I wouldn't even knew that you were garbage. Just get off. Why are you making, you felt a need to announce this shit? Just get off. If you're really that done with Facebook, get the fuck off. Why do you have to make a status about it? What are we supposed to say? No, don't go. We love your posts. Like, bitch, who cares? What? I don't understand. Same way with Bow Wow. Like, Bow Wow, when was the last, like, literally, outside of the last week when you said you was mixed, the chaos said civil rights. Like, so you really think that the people who can't understand civil rights, you think we give a fuck about you, talking about you leaving the rap game that we didn't even know that you were still in? Like, seriously? Bye. <laughs> he, made a, he made a status like, you know, $20 million in, and, you know, I don't see myself rapping at the age of 30 so he gonna put out an album at 29 or something like that that ain't nobody gonna buy the fuck out of here first of all you don't see yourself rapping past 30 Jay Z is in his 40s and Jay Z is still putting out music and Eminem is in his 40s and if Eminem drops some shit guarantee you I'm gonna go get it I love Eminem he's in his 40s people who matter Age is not gonna really give. It's not gonna matter. So you you can retire now. You can wait till you forty. You can wait till nobody. It's still gonna be the same. Nobody's gonna give a fuck about wow. And that's something I never respect. Even when Jay Z did it, I don't. Or Lil Wayne, I don't respect you saying I'm retiring from from this thing that you're supposed to be so deeply intertwined with. It make me feel like music was just a leverage to success. Yeah, it wasn't really. Because Aretha Franklin got about 40 albums and still putting out <laughs> albums because she loves music. Yep. It's people out there who put out music till they die. I just don't get people saying, I'm retiring. You yeah. retire from shit that put too much strain on your damn ass. <laughs> you 65, you retire from work because you're getting old. Yep. You an athlete, you retire around 40 because your damn body can't take it your no knees, more. The knees is gone. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> retiring from music, I mean, unless your mind going bad and you can't really think of lyrics, I don't I don't know. I just, I don't like that. Yeah. If you love music, keep doing it. And that's what I think. It's just a, because Jay-Z ain't retired. No. Lil Wayne ain't retired. Nope. Barely anybody that said they retired from music don't retire from music. I don't nope. know why they even say it, or I think maybe it's other stuff that they want to be done with in that yeah. world, and so music is just a sacrificial lamb to what they really trying to avoid. I don't know, but I, none of that should apply to you, Bow Wow. It doesn't <laughs> none at of that all. To you. Like at all, nobody cares. Nobody has cared. Nobody is gonna care. Like who gives a shit? Who cares? Like I just don't understand. Like, and speaking quickly of Eminem, did you see that Drake? So supposedly, okay, Drake did it. He's come out and said that he's not looking for beef with Eminem. But there was this thing about him like starting up a beef with Eminem, and people went in. Like, 
Eminem didn't even have he did he wouldn't even have to come out with a diss track. Like his fans did it for him. Just basically <laughs> like you would get bodied. Like like they made so many um, so many memes. Have you seen Eight Mile? Mm-hmm. You know when he does the rap at the end, he was like, "This guy's a gangster." His mm-hmm. real name is Clarence. So somebody made a meme of that scene and said, "This guy's a gangster." His real name is Aubrey. Mm. <laughs> His like went in about this shit. Like it wouldn't even be a contest. And even for like younger, the like the younger. Um, Younger kids were like, oh no, Drake would kill Eminem because Eminem hasn't put out an album. When, when did the last time you put out an album determine whether or not you're legendary? Like, Stevie Wonder is legendary. He ain't got to make shit else. Like, he's left his legacy beside, behind him. Mm-hmm. He ain't got to make no more music. Aretha Franklin ain't got to make no more music. Like, that's what being legendary is. Like, I don't have to do shit for you to not forget about me because guess what? The shit I done already did, legendary. He ain't got to put out no album. And and the fact, like, his his command of the English language has not gone anywhere. I, I If he came out and beef with Drake and he would just body him, it'd be over. This is the thing. You don't come to Eminem for beef. No, his roots are in uh, battle rapping. Like the fuck. You come to Eminem when you want some exotic foreign goddamn meats. <laughs> if you want some motherfucking sliced emu sandwiches, that's when you come for Eminem. <laughs> and, and you go to meat meals when you want some fucking spam sandwiches. Poor Meek. <laughs> I'm sorry. Poor you Meek. Can, I don't know. I don't know if that battle with Meek, where you know he got into him. Made him think that he was ready for something more. <laughs> but nigga, you just bited a spam sandwich, okay? <laughs> That's it. Beef, somebody on your level. Eminem, Eminem was past <laughs> your level before his first album came out. I want to let you know that. <laughs> it would murder, like, oh my God. He, it, it would be a tragedy. It would totally, 100% be a tragedy. Oh, Eminem don't even get, Eminem battled his mama. Eminem battled his ex-wife. Like, he said horrific things about... You think he give a fuck? Will you imagine what he would say about Drake? Like, are you kidding me? What? He don't care about nobody. Like, he would body him. It would be... It wouldn't even be a contest. Like, it just wouldn't. The fuck? But... Drake, it ain't like Drake gonna have nothing to say. Yeah. Eminem done said all the shit about himself. <laughs> like... He has like in the exact same way it went down in eight mile. He yeah. talked all the shit about himself. Like it ain't nothing new, bro. You can't be like Eminem can't talk shit about his mama, and you come out and say, "Well, your mama, well, he, bitch, I know, <laughs> I said it. I made albums about that <laughs> yeah, bitch. Like, I already know." <laughs> His and wife, ex-wife, whatever they back and forth. He did already said everything about her drug use. Like, what can you say that he ain't said? He did said everything about his roots and where he come from. He didn't call himself not shit. Like, what are you gonna say? What? Like nothing. <laughs> he didn't say it at all. It would be like eight mile. It would be yeah. exactly like eight mile. Drake. Dr- nobody. Nobody come for Eminem. Just don't come for him unless you're coming to kill him. Like physically. <laughs> like if you're going to kill Eminem, do that. You ain't finna kill him with no words and vocabulary and a beat. <laughs> that shit ain't happening, okay? <laughs> it was just laughable, but it, it was just very, again, this speaks to, to him being legendary. The fact that whispers of a beef come about, he ain't gotta say shit. 
his fans was like, the fuck out of here. Like, <laughs> really? No. <laughs> he didn't even have to say nothing. He didn't even have to, like, do anything. And people were like, no, absolutely not. That ain't no content. Like <laughs> it's like all all Eminem fans is, is his bodyguard. Like, sir, no, you can't you can't come back here. <laughs> You're not permitted. This shit ain't gonna cut it. <laughs> Go back to where you came from. Go back to your car. Get your ass in there and drive. <laughs> Just drive. Don't look back. Go. <laughs> yeah, it was so fun. Like I, it was just to me again that speaks to his talent as an artist. The fact that he ain't even got to say shit. Somebody started talking about beef with him, and people were like, "The fuck, sit down before you you get sat down. Please just have a seat. Several a stadium, just sit down. All of them have all the seats, all the sir. Seats. All the take seats. them with you. Take all of them with you as you leave here, so you can have seats in other places. <laughs> yeah, just keep them. Yeah, keep those seats. That we'll was get just more. Very funny to me, and I don't know that that there's a ton of artists that. And again, he don't even give a fuck. Like, what's again? It's based off his talent. It's not because he's such a nice guy or because like people just love his personality. Like people are backing him solely on his talent. Because Eminem is a bit of an asshole. I think we all know that. So this is based solely, solely on his talent as a wordsmith. That's it. Because it ain't because people like him as a person. Because he's an asshole. So again, that just says a lot to me. When you got people that like come out of nowhere, you ain't even put no music out, and people are like, "No, nah, you don't want to go there. That ain't what you want." I just want Drake. This is like bringing a beach ball to a gunfight. Okay, <laughs> don't do that shit. Okay, you are not going to kill Eminem with a beach ball. He will murder your ass. Bottom line, won't even try. Like it's, uh, he won't even have to try. He he can. String together the fucking letters of the like the uh, just you the letters of the alphabet once and still body you like I just <laughs> no but I just thought that was funny and again a testament to just him as in general because there's not a lot of artists that I think would inspire that in people to be like fuck no <laughs> not him I did want to say something else about Bow Wow oh this Bow Wow this is this is how this is gonna work okay. You got to rebrand yourself, brother. (laughs) You got to rebrand yourself. Your ass need to disappear. And you need to come back different. Like, you need to go get swole or something. Like, go get super swole. He's so little. And come back. And you got to be a boxer. Or you got to do something else. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Because for music, now is not the time. You're going to have to give people time to forget about you. And come out with some hot fire in 10 years but what if he ain't got that it, can you see him with hot like what's in there this is the same but again that said he can't relate to the civil wars because he mixed and that made total sense i'm to just him. saying this is the only way <laughs> i'm not saying it's the guaranteed way i'm saying if you got to give time for people to forget about you you got to give time for these five-year-olds to turn 15 <laughs> you got to go and rebrand yourself and change your name. Hey, two chains did it. Two chains used to be Titty Boy. What kind of fucking name is that? That still enrages me that you allowed That's yourself to be That's one of them names that other it. people made for you. Probably not. because he was around his mama all the time or something. But it followed him to like college. Like it followed him. Like I went outside of the house. Okay, your see, this, this is how I think you. that happened. So <laughs> you're a little kid. You around your mama a lot. I don't know. I just I'm just in my head. 
They start calling you Titty Boy because, you know, you're always on your mama Titty Boy. You, you know? And so he murdered somebody, and now Titty Boy is a hard motherfucker now. And so now you don't change that because Titty Boy, when they hear about Titty Boy, he gets respect. And so now you're Titty Boy for the rest of your life until you realize being a rapper named Titty Boy don't really do nothing for your career. As I can assume it's the same for Little Bow Wow. Well, okay? he took the little off. He's just bow wow now. Might, your name might as well be Rough Rough. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck? Like, so I'm just saying, there is a name that exists that will leave you <laughs> fucked up in the game that if you change it, can potentially give you success. Two Chains did it. Bow wow. <laughs> You're going to have to change your name to some real nigga shit. I'm sorry. Rough, rough. <laughs> <laughs> His name right to be, be rough, rough. Oh my god! Bow and then wow. when I think of that, I think of how much is that doggy in the window, the one with the <laughs> waggly tail. Like, don't nothing about Bow Wow make me think nothing that make me want to hear none of his damn music. Well, and again, why the why the the fact that he's retired, like making this announcement, it ain't even the key. Like the people who know you for like rapping. That's like us when we were younger. Like, and we don't give a fuck about you now. <laughs> like the people who were fans, I was never a fan, but people who were fans when you were a kid and you were doing that rap shit, they not your fans no more. And these kids don't give a fuck about you because they too busy out here yelling about Panthers and Timmy Turner. And you know what, to, to be honest, you might just need to go to college <laughs> and just find another career. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. like. You might need to just look at your rap career as just the good old days. What would he major in? Would he be Dr. Sean Boss? Well, he definitely ain't charismatic. Because <laughs> motherfuckers don't care about him. You know? So it don't need to be nothing speech related. <laughs> nothing on the platform. It need to be... He been on the platform. He need to do something that's, that's low. I don't know his education level is. engineer. Engineer? Okay, well... Engineer what? I don't... Okay, maybe that's too lofty. Fucking engineering doghouses. <laughs> Probably doing that. Uh, I'm trying to think of something where he wouldn't need to have like engineer. You just work on what you work on. Computer science. He could just major in computer science. No, his Twitter account is indication that he don't need to fuck oh, with no computers. Yeah. Computers yeah. ain't it, bow wow. I mean, maybe you need to go be a fucking veterinarian. Then I was gonna say veterinarian, but assistant. I don't know that he got assistant. what it take to be like the full, like the the vet. Like he need to work with the vet. Like he could be a veterinary assistant. Bow wow, we have decided for you, just like China. <laughs> your ass will be a veterinary assistant once you release this last album. Don't even release the last. Like to be yes, honest, he gonna make enough money to go to school from the last album. <laughs> Keep the twenty million that you got now in the bank account. You think this nigga got that twenty mil? Like, but how much of that? Mo- do his you mama think he stole had? a lot of his money, right? <laughs> was was he a lot of his mama was his manager? Yeah, well, so. a lot of them do that. I don't know if he was one or not. You keep that two, three million that you got left from that twenty million dollars <laughs> between spending and, and other people taking it from kids? you. Ain't he paying child support and shit? Don't he got a child? I don't know. I think he got a little girl. I feel like there was like a scandal about it because. I don't fucking remember because it's Bow Wow. But I feel like there was like a scandal, but he got a daughter. I think. Maybe two. He may have two kids. So that's child support. So veterinary assistant made pretty good money. You can pay your child You need to support. go. You go back to college. Figure out your degree. We've decided for you vet veterinary assistant. Yeah. But if you don't want to do that, you that's go to fine. Commu- can't you go to a community college and do that? Like, because it ain't vet school. You wouldn't go to vet. You're just the assistant. Would that be like a community college thing? 
I don't know. What I don't even know what you would major in for a veterinary assistant. But that's what I'm saying. I think it's like a community, like, like. Can you just like intern at a zoo? And then be a veterinary assistant. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just no shade to veterinary assistants or veterinarians (laughs) about your credentials. I don't know what the fuck y'all needs. Educate me about it if you need to. But yeah, Bow. I just I don't know why he think people give a fuck. I just you're Bow Wow. Like again. What was the last shorty like mine? Was that his song or was that what did somebody else mm, on there? Don't know. I told you I was mad that you had me put Bow Wow in my Spotify. I had to clear my search <laughs> just so I didn't see that I searched for Bow Wow. I had to have him search because we couldn't remember any songs. <laughs> last week I was gonna do a Bow Wow song and I could not think of a, not one fucking Bow Wow song. Like I couldn't think of any. And even when I looked it up, I still was like, I don't know enough of the words to even to even do it. That so. being said. <laughs> It left a search for Bow Wow in my Spotify, <laughs> which I had to clear. And I got to go to my search history often because I be trying to go back to all the songs I listen to. So it's okay. <laughs> but I you, don't. You that's how much I don't left, mess with Bow Wow. You could have just left Bow Wow in search. <laughs> I would have had to go to Google Chrome incognito tab, search Bow Wow. <laughs> don't want a record of that in my history. Because I go look at my history, my Google his search history every now oh, and yeah. then. Yeah, and I Google so much random shit. I do too. Because one if time, I don't know something or something, I'm like, oh shit, let me Google that. Because <laughs> one time I was like, you know what? I'm gonna publish my Google search history on my Facebook statuses. <laughs> but I'm the kind of person that I gotta do all of it or none of it. And so I went through it and I was like, hmm, probably should have done a, used the incognito tab for that. <laughs> don't want people to know I searched that. <laughs> it's like I need a desert. Dang, somebody asked a question. If if I died right, if I think it was something like if you died right now, if somebody went through your searches. No, no, no. If you died right now, what would the world think of you? You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. What what would impression of the world? I was like, guess it depends on if my designee deleted my search history and hard drives <laughs> <laughs> before they go in it to see what kind of shit I was got had going on on my computer. Illegal downloads. I mean, it's it's, it's a lot of problems. Random searches. I do a lot like my phone because I'll be out and either I'll like randomly think of something or I will go down a Wikipedia rabbit hole where I will look at something and then I'll see something else in that and click on that and you just oh, get yeah, it down mess it up. into a hole. <laughs> it mess it up. It's and like you, that Alice in Wonderland shit. Once you fall in that hole, you all fucked up. Yeah, I didn't, I've done that with Wikipedia quite a bit, <laughs> or or just random stuff like sometimes. Or if I can't remember something, then I'll have to look up like all the things I can remember about the words <laughs> that it'll pop, or the person, or the movie, mm-hmm. or whatever. So my search history looks like a crazy person, I'm sure, because I look up stuff. This is what gets me angry. When people ask me questions, I'm just like, why the fuck did you just Google that? Because guess what? That's what I'm going to do. I hate when people ask me stuff, because it's like, oh, I'll Google it. That's what I'm going to do. Like, I'm going to Google it. And when I don't know something, I Google it it's, with the exception of Bow Wow songs because I don't want that in my Google. It's search. a website called Let Me Google That for You. Uh huh. And you put in the website what they ask you a question about. Uh huh. And then you put the link on there, and when they click the link, it shows an animation of them of click going over to Google, <laughs> clicking on it, typing it in, and then the results come up. It's like a very <laughs> passive aggressive way of saying you should have did this shit yourself. Like, why are you asking me questions? Google know everything. You got a phone in your pocket. I know you got Chrome or <laughs> Safari if you got an Apple phone. 
why are you asking me this? <laughs> like, I don't understand. Yeah. But by the way, nobody gives a fuck is basically. And if you are listening and you are a Bow Wow fan, this is not about you. Okay, you no, it is. It is about you. No, it ain't. Why are you about? No, 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 no. People can do what they want to do. I guess, but I can have an opinion about it too. I have an opinion about Bow Wow. (laughs) My opinion about Bow Wow is he don't even show up on my radar. Like he might as well. Oh, I was going to. Okay, I picture loving hip hop to be a show for like either has-beens or like people who don't know of any other way to get into the like live like correct like people that we just forgot about. Mm-hmm. Why Fetty Wap gonna be on there? Fetty Wap. He's like know. got a whole or arc on like I think Hollywood whatever one finna come on. Here soon, Fanny want to be an actor, but that ain't that ain't that ain't the route to go if you want to be an actor. Not to mention, I don't know what parts he would get because of the eye situation. Like I don't know how that would play into him. Like it don't matter when you're a rapper, but for like acting. I don't know how that would like. He could be a pirate. I put an eye him. patch on his ass. So, <laughs> I was trying to avoid saying that because I thought it was sensitive. He could play in the new Goonies. <laughs> the new Goonies. You know when they go find the boat <laughs> with all the treasure on it. I was just surprised to see him on the lineup because he ain't still making music. I don't listen to he him. He could play but. a cyborg. <laughs> they get, like Kano. Put half of his face and one of his eyes be glowing, the one that he can't see out of. <laughs> I'm just saying, this these are possibilities. That is terrible. But let's say he's not trying to be an actor. Let's say he don't know how much longer his career is gonna go. But he know that these love and hip hop shows got five and six seasons out here. So he might be trying to stay relevant in that way and putting out music. I mean, why he hot? He probably got a whole fan base that's gonna watch the show because he on it. Cause they usually can't get like relevant, currently relevant people. Like normally it's like people that nobody like like Ray J or Amar Amarion or fucking Lil Fiat. Like people that like people have to be like Who are, that name rings a bell, but like what do I know them from? It ain't usually people that has like music currently out that's in like I don't know if his music's in the top 100. I don't even know if he even had. All I remember is... A soldier Boy out here, ain't he? No. Is he? He ain't got no music out here, do he? He always making beats for folks. He doing stuff back in behind the scenes we don't know about with that music. Like his, not like his 40... What? How much? The four, big, was it $400 million? <laughs> or something to that effect. That, yeah, the, I think uh, it was for million. That ransom money. <laughs> he got them ransom money numbers and he didn't even have the money it was like what he it, that was the max that he could make in, in, in five years not an indicator that he's gonna make that he can't make any more than that for like a fucking gambling app Chris and Michelle what about her she, she on one of them shows not loving hip hop but like is she R&B Divas or something is she yeah Poor Cassette. Is she making music still though? 
Yeah, she just came out with an album. Kiki Wyatt just came out with an album, but I'm I think that album is because of the show. Probably. She probably ain't done. She and the only thing I know her from is the song she sung with Avant. Well, because then she went to prison because she stabbed. Was he her husband or boyfriend at the time? Look it up. She stabbed. Like, Have you seen the meme with her eye roll? Her eye roll? Oh, uh-uh. my God. I got to show you that. <laughs> she, one of her eyes just do its own thing. <laughs> I have to show you. <laughs> but, yeah, she stabbed a boyfriend or something. But her, it was her. I don't think they were married, but she. He. I think he cheated on her. What was that song she had with her? I hope it wasn't the song about cheating. But I remember it. I liked it. But after that, she went to jail. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, it's coming. Damn it, it ain't coming. Was it My First Love? No, no, no. It was My First Love. She did a second song with her. I'm thinking about another song, too. Oh, okay. I think that song was the second song was about cheating. Look, I ain't gonna put no more time into it. If you listening and you know what song I'm talking about or we talking about, <laughs> let us know, please. Yeah. Clearly, we can Google it, but we in the middle of a podcast, yeah. so shut up and just do it, please. Thanks. <laughs> but yeah, she stabbed somebody. So oh, that's not good. If she Googled it on that show, it's not an act. She will stab you. <laughs> it's documented. She on paper. <laughs> this conversation got into a rabbit hole, a damn Alice in Wonderland <laughs> rabbit hole. So but, I might as well keep going. Was Alice in what? was Alice in Wonderland what do you mean was that a dream I think it was at the end the dream it was a dream at the end yes okay cause I was thinking if she it's not a dream like, it was definitely schizophrenia <laughs> well I think that there's been some there's been some research about that but <laughs> I feel like I've read that before but I think like it starts out with her I think with her sister they're like in a meadow or at a beach or whatever I think she like dozes off and so she thinks that she's awake when she starts following the rabbit and then ends up down the rabbit hole. But it was a dream. Okay. Yeah, it was a um, real. Okay. Yeah, it, she was dreaming. Or schizophrenia. Well, I mean, she may have been having an episode. Yeah, <laughs> she might have been dreaming and she has schizophrenia. So her dreams represents just a weird, random mix of delusional nonsense. Because it was a bunch of nonsense. Yeah. And Queen of Hearts. Rabbits, Cheshire, Cheshire cats. cats, yeah. Eating a cupcake that make you big and drinking a potion that make your ass little, or however that went. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> and what's she doing eating random foods? I and drinking pot like drinking a okay. I don't want to be racist again, <laughs> but she was a little white girl. Cause I feel like little black kids would be like, "Ew, what's that? I don't want that." Or who? I don't know what that's been. Probably the way white people take their first Molly. Be like, here, take this pill. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> We've been really racist this episode. But, um, yeah, I don't know why she would have taken the... Because I think it said drink me, so she was like, okay. Yeah, that's that's a bad idea. It is. If I walk in somewhere that I don't know where I'm at and I see something that says drink me, I can assure you I'm not going to drink it. Because, it's like you walk up past a table with a drink that say drink me and be like, oh. <laughs> Well, okay. Since you insist, <laughs> exactly. Oh, I don't. Again, this is just the rabbit hole thing. I did watch Limitless. I started watching Limitless. the show. The show. Yes, you did. I did. It's a bad idea. Why? It's canceled. <gasps> that's why I remembered it. Cause you talk. <laughs> fuck. Fuck. Fuckity. Fuck. Damn it. It's still good. I don't want to 
watch a show that's been canceled that wasn't resolved in the end. I've been trying to avoid doing that. I did that with another show and I didn't realize until I got to the end that it was going to be no more. I'm not happy that it was canceled. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? What was wrong with it? It's amazing. I really, He's hilarious. I'm thinking that they couldn't get Bradley Cooper to come back. Well, fuck it. Fuck him. That's what I'm saying. I, me too. <laughs> You know, like it could have stood on its own without him. He's he was in and out anyway. Anyway, whatever, whatever. Okay, I'm gonna stop. Why I haven't finished it, so now I'm not going to because for what? It's still some good ass. It's season resolution. You get season resolution. They just not going to expand upon the overarching story. Yeah. So I would and. To be real, the 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 secondary character, the police lady, yeah. she just not interested. Her story ain't interesting enough she's to care about. She's not an interesting character. She ain't interesting she's enough. So she's been boring from the beginning. You get, I think it's a good season to watch still because I was just it. It's not one of them seasons that leave you at a cliffhanger okay. at the end. You know, it's okay. just more so like, well, they could have done a lot of stuff with all this other stuff. Yeah. So I think it's worth watching still. It was it's good. Like, I like, you know, I like a sarcastic, snarky character. Yeah. So um, I liked him. And I just like the underdog because he had no exactly kind of, of direction in life in the beginning. Um, that was just kind of cool. But I, I did watch that. So, yeah, I like them supernatural characters when they do that. Yeah. Yep. So. Down the rabbit hole. Down we, the rabbit I don't hole. even know where we began or how we ended up at Limitless, but here we are. <laughs> we ain't here, but some very special people got punched in the face. Yes, Lord. And demolished. On President Barack Obama's <laughs> birthday, so shout out to you, Obama. <laughs> Happy birthday. So, I don't know which one happened first. I think Zimmerman first. Somebody punched Zimmerman in the face in a restaurant because he was bragging. George Zimmerman walked into a diner. And announced himself as the dude who was acquitted for the 2012 shooting of Trayvon Martin. And dude came up to him and said, hey, I think you're being a little bit braggy about this situation. Inappropriately so. And punched him in the face. Well. And then Zimmerman said he filled his life and he called the police and said that you should send about three or four police out here because, you know, I feel like I'm in danger. Bitch. Because he's a bitch. He just is asking... Uh, he been asking for that. He been asking for an ass whooping, but he got a punch in the face. The ass whooping, I feel like, is coming. He got mental issues, man. He does, but they're going completely unchecked, and nobody's stepping in and doing anything. So he's gonna get an ass whooping. It's coming down the pipeline. It's on the way. The punch in the face is the beginning. Somebody gonna whoop that ass. <laughs> it's gonna perhaps, happen. perhaps. And then you have Dylan Roof, who got stuffed out. If y'all don't remember him, he is the dude that shot up the the church in South Carolina. His roommate or inmate, what are they called? They, they're not roommate, inmate, his cellmate. Cellmate. His cellmate whooped his ass and he's he's been bonded out. <laughs> and um they did he did an interview and he was like, I'm not gonna say he deserves to die, but I'm in a position to bust his ass. So he did. <laughs> well, I wonder if in jail, I wonder if it's good to have that kind of roommate or bad. Like, do people be like, well, all the black population, like, I hope he my cellmate. <laughs> or were they like, I hope he not my cellmate type situation. Because, like, a fear? No, because I don't know. 
Like, I feel like, like most I just people, imagine in the yard when all the black folk get a boy, you get to whoop his ass every night, yeah. don't you? Yeah, I, I wish, feel that, like that, wish every, that was me. <laughs> I feel like that. I feel like. Oh. Or do they get in the yard and he be like, I can't believe they put me in the cell with this motherfucker, man. No, I, I think that. Because I feel like, you know, they have their own little code where like child molesters get their ass handed to them as well. I feel like they get excited. All that pent up aggression that they have, they get like. They have somebody who they feel like is deserving of it and just stomp them out. I, I don't know that. I, I, they probably were like, I hope I get it. I hope I, when they found out he was coming to the jail, like, I hope I get it. They probably going to become friends. This ain't like the fox and the hound, though. This ain't like this. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's just people in isolation when you get to know that human side of each other. But he done got bonded out. He ain't in there no more. Really? I didn't know that. That's how he did the um that interview. Somebody oh. bothered him out. Damn. Shit, they probably started a GoFundMe. They did. That's what I saw before anything okay. else. Okay, well that's how he got they out. They put a GoFundMe. They put his information and said, "Hey, here goes some money for this man." They probably that's how he got bonded out. Then that people raised money was like, "Good job whipping his ass. We gonna help you out." So that is how he got bonded out. Cause he got bonded out shortly after that, and the interview that I was talking about, he did was outside of jail. Like he's not in there anymore. He got bonded out. Man, this is a bad president. <laughs> it does. This <laughs> is a horrible president. It kind of does. Ass whoopers in jail is gonna start getting on an all time high. But I guess it's gonna have to be for it people that hurt black be, folks in mass. Yeah, it would have to be like highly publicized, like where where the person didn't get the the punishment we felt like they should have got. Or shit, even if they did, they probably still be like, whoop his ass and we'll bust you. Out. But I think it's odd that this is his first time getting his ass whooped. What I think is they probably just put him in general population. Maybe so. Because of shit, but said that, issues. But here's the thing about that. Nobody's gonna forget, especially what the fuck else do they have? You know what I'm saying? Going on where they're gonna like it'll just go out of their mind. Like, as soon as they hear your name, like they gonna whoop your ass. Like, what happened? Like, but it's gonna be a it's a difference between waiting a year, yeah, and right when a, a person just shot nine black folks yesterday and they put him in a cell <laughs> with a black dude, <laughs> yeah, they probably would have killed him, probably would have killed him. Um. Yeah, it was just a week for people getting their asses whooped that deserved. And might might I might I add that these people got their asses whooped. Well, in, in George Zimmerman's case, he just got punched in the face. You keep y'all both of y'all are killers, and all we did was a little bit of physical violence. But y'all out here murdering people, just like to point that out. They yeah. just whooped his ass because in jail he could have he could have killed Dylan. People get killed in, in jail all the time. Yeah, he just whooped his ass, gave him a good ass whooping, just punches him a bit in the face. Yeah. What all about is there? I got you. Bet that felt good. The last thing I got is uh, Nate Parker. I don't know if y'all know him. He he played in the Great Debaters, and he just I don't know if he the writer or the director or the creator of Nanette Turner. Birth of a Nation. Well, it's supposed to be the story of Nat Turner. Yeah. You know you know who Nat Turner yeah. is. He's supposed to be the dude that was represented in that Boondocks episode. <laughs> Which Boondocks episode? The episode where free, a granddaddy free... Catcher Freeman. Catcher Catch Freeman, Freeman is supposed to be Nat Turner. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but you know... The actual like the depicted catcher Freeman, not like catcher free man. Yeah. Not like <laughs> but he's a he just supposed to be the dude who fought against the white people who 
led a strong rebellion against Israel. And the birth of a nation is about that. Uh, and Nat Parker, Nate Parker, I was gonna say, Nate Parker is the uh, one. He he got the biggest nose that I've ever seen on a black person. The second thing is his wife is white. And when Twitter got a hold of his wife being white and what he's supposed to be representing through playing Nat Turner in The Birth of a Nation turned into a situation. He is an actor. He is not <laughs> Nat Turner. Like The same shit with Bradley Cooper. And he played, what's his name, Kyle... The sniper, American sniper. He played the sniper from American Sniper yeah. and Republicans <laughs> was mad to see him at a Democratic National Convention. Like, these people are actors, y'all. This is a role that they played. That is it. That is not who they are. Not to mention the fact that if he fell in love with a white woman, okay. Does that make him any less black now because he, he go home with this white woman? Like, to some people, yes. I don't fucking understand because that. Because some groups <laughs> of black people have this exclusionary, these exclusionary specifiers that if these if you do these things, you ain't black. It's the same shit that it, that me and you been going through our whole life. Well, you don't talk like oh that, so God. you know, or you smart, <laughs> or you wear this, or you, you like do these activities. Books, so you like, yeah, exactly. that's white. Why you do that? Why white you doing shit? white folks stuff? Why you raising your hand? White folks raise their hand to ask questions. Why you studying? White folks <laughs> like it's very misguided. It was very misguided in my childhood of what the black people would equate to, you know, white culture. And and I understand they called me white girl, like because the fuck. Like so, what you're saying is that black people cannot speak correct grammar. They, you know, can't be smart. Like I don't understand. Well, I mean, why I, you're going it's a certain this. age that you get to where that stuff cut out. Yeah. where it's like that for kids. But there is still exclusionary data exists that people will say. I still get that though. I had clients come in that talk to me on the phone and get there and be like, "I thought you were white. I thought you were going to be white. I'm glad you're black, but I thought you were going to be white." And I'm like. I don't know what to do with that. <laughs> I don't know what to well, do. Well, I you. think it's a difference between saying something like, I thought you were white and equating you to what white people do oh, yeah. as in, as if you're a member of the white group. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like it don't usually be how you sound, it yeah. usually be how you talk. Yeah. You know, it usually when you enunciate all of your words and you speak properly and you pronounce everything as it's supposed to be and you don't say stuff like doe to reference a door or say foe to reference for a you screet. know i can't stand what people say that screet instead of street or, sh- or shrimp instead of shrimp <laughs> but when you speak properly that's one of those things this is more like how you talk not like how you sound yeah. in line you know but that's it. That's that's a part of that exclusionary criteria where if you have this thing, they invalidate your blackness, even though it don't change your experience as a black person. Because you know what? Having a white person next to you don't bring your experience up. It brings <laughs> their experience damn down. <laughs> that's what happens. Like him having a white person in his world ain't going to help him none. He's still the same black and he's going to get treated like the same yep. black. I mean, but it's the same thing with um, Jesse... Williams. Oh, he's mixed. He doesn't understand. Yeah, exclusionary criteria. He can't be the uh, spokesperson because he mixed. He got a white mama. What drop rule? Exactly. Black. He is black. I promise you he's been treated that way his whole life. And he's married to a black woman now. Like, I just don't... 
I don't I've never understood that, you know. But I do think that people confuse actors with the roles of that. I told you my mama loved Lawrence Fishburne till he played Ike Turner. She could not get past it, could not get over it, and she still to this day do not like Lawrence Fishburne because of that role he played. And it's like, he is not, he's Lawrence Fishburne. That's who he is. He is not Ike Turner. He is not the dad in uh, Boys in the Hood. I can't think of what his name was in the movie, but he's none of the characters that he's... He's he is the father of a girl that starred in a porno. (laughs) (laughs) That is who he is. That's his life and his struggle. It just doesn't make sense that people, and it's unfair. I feel like to them to like hold them to this. Like he, he's him. It's unfair, and I don't think it's all black folks. I think it's that, you know, very, very, very black pro-black group of people who, if you are, if you've been subjugated by white imperialism and you, oh my God, you know, <laughs> uh, if you've adopted their ways, then that's just another symptom of it. And I think that's how they look at it. Oh, God dang. White America got his ass. Guess we're going to have to put him down. They treat that shit like rabies. <laughs> Black <laughs> folks that do that do things that they don't deem acceptable, they treat that shit like old yeller. Damn, we got to put Jesse Williams' ass down. His mama white. <laughs> damn, we got to put Nate Parker down. His damn wife is white. <laughs> damn, we got to put this kid down because his, his foster parents was white. Like, I mean... That's how they treat these situations. I don't like it. It's so ridiculous. I don't like it, it at all. And like it. Yeah, I mean, even my bro- my younger brother went through that because most of his friends now are white. And it's only because he's into shit like anime. He likes going to Comic-Con. He likes comic books. He doesn't like things that like are stereotypically black activity like he don't do that like the stuff that he likes it's not a whole there are black people that like those things I like everything on that list with this I'm getting into anime I did like One Punch Man so I can't say I don't like anime anymore but that's still not the perfect one though I just want (laughs) to let you know I almost got the perfect one. One Punch Man was good though. I just like his snarkiness any snarky character is going to win me over but (laughs) he um you know, he went through that same thing in high school. He didn't feel like he fit in. He he had friends. Like, my brother had friends, but he had friends doing what they liked and kind of being who they were. And now that he is older, he's able to, like, seek out people who actually have things that he's interested in. And, yeah, they most of his friends now seem to be white. But I get it. I mean, I, think my, I don't know that my parents understand it. But yeah. I get it because his friendships now are based on his interests instead of proximity. Like What I do hope, though, like, for the sake of your brother, like, and people like that, I hope he not like exclusively the token black. Like I hope he don't like deal with a lot of racism. He probably does because that's the group of friends that he wants to be involved in. So he deal with the shit that they give him as a black person. I have a feeling that he does just because like when they get ready to go to Comic Con and they're like trying to decide who they're gonna be. A lot of times he ends up being like the token black. Character. You know, just like the same way Paula Dean look at her black friends. Like she was like, I got a black friend. His name is Rufus. Black as that damn chalkboard. Come on in here. Like, shit like that. Like, <laughs> she don't mean nothing by it, but Roof is supposed to be saying, bitch, that chalkboard is darker than me. If you don't start getting some different shades of black and brown in your goddamn 
ocular. <laughs> we gonna have some problems. Like, see, that's what he's supposed. Like, the white people ain't always the ones that's responsible for it. Because sometimes it's subconscious. Sometimes they don't really know it's offensive. Sometimes yeah. it's just. You know, they're going with the trend of what's going on in society. But it's supposed to be up to you to say, hey, you remember when you said that thing about me, you know, just always being the black character, you know? <laughs> Not down with that. Some of my favorite anime don't have black people in it. <laughs> or my favorite anime, the black person is an evil asshole and I don't really like him. So, you know. I will <laughs> say that he has this boyfriend that the parents seem to be receptive of their friendship because he always over there bumming food mm-hmm. always <laughs> um, so I mean I, I haven't met any of his friends I've heard him talking in the background sometimes when I talk to him but it does other than like that and that I think is one of those unintentional things but other than like the whole conversations surrounding who they gonna be when they go to these comic cons I mean, overall, he seems to have found people, you know, they encourage his drawing, that kind of stuff. So, But they happen to be white. I mean, when he was in high school, all his friends were black. But again, that was like a proximity thing. And we from Talladega, Alabama, shake and bake. (laughs) And and then it's just not a lot of people there who in the anime, into the shit that he was into. Like, he just, that was proximity. That's who he had to be friends with. So that's who he was friends with. He's still friends with those people. Relatively. This is the last thing I'm going to say. Those of you who feel that strongly about something like a black man having a white woman and not being able to represent some part of blackness I just want to say that I know for a fact that if something in our society happened and you woke up white you would commit suicide <laughs> and so you need to reevaluate how deeply intertwined these issues you have are with your your being and how you treat your fellow man because it ain't a good look and you can't make people's life choices for them like he ain't wrong he ain't right for his white wife he got a white wife that is what it is like you can't make people's life choices for them and you can't force him into a corner this is like we do this a lot where we don't think something's right or or we don't like somebody's lifestyle we force them into a corner to choose this other thing and then when the shit don't work out or they're 60 years old getting the sex change because this is what they always wanted to do mm-hmm. and we forced them to do this traditional thing that we were with like you can't make people's life choices for them let these people be who they are mind your business is essentially what i'm saying mind yours and let people be let them live him being married to that white woman is not affecting your life negatively in any kind of way yeah and he can do that and still be that turner because that's the magic of hollywood <laughs> yep so a few more things and then we out but one of them is uh rest in peace corin Gaines. um we kind of made a conscious decision not to have dialogue about you know that the incident. particular incident yeah. um it is gonna get in the same issues that we've been talking about all of these last weeks with all of this stuff going on it's gonna get into the police stuff it's gonna get into everything i think the only component that might be different but we don't have evidence to back it up is that i think it might be mental health implications I do as well. going back behind yeah. that one you know i guess maybe when if more information come out about her mental health history we can talk about it as therapists from my perspective but it's the same same dialogue from from everybody else um, that's going on down this situation. But we did want to say rest in peace to her because any death is just sad. And any death. Yeah. It, it, regardless of the circumstances yeah. or what happened. 
is problematic. Yep. And rest in peace, Corin Gaines. The next thing is, I went to the shooting range. Oh yeah, how and is that? It was cool, but I'm gonna tell you some things. The first thing is, it's too loud. It's just shot, 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 <laughs> shot, shot. When you watch TV and movies and you see somebody on the ground after a gun been shot off next to them and they covering their ears, I know why. Because it's ridiculous. <laughs> the second thing is, somebody in there was shooting something. Don't know what this is. If you're a gun enthusiast, you will know. Called a 454 that sounded like a small car explosion every time he was shooting it. <laughs> I'm telling you, it literally shook the wall next to us. And dust was coming off the wall wow. every time he shot that gun. I don't know if it's a revolver. I don't know what it is. It was ridiculous. Wow. Now, me and my cousin, we had never shot before my brother had. Me and her first shots was headshots. Now, I thought about this afterwards. There is nothing on that target that indicates that you're supposed to aim for the head. You're supposed <laughs> to aim for the chest, center mass. However, I play enough games to know that if you get a headshot, you get extra XP. <laughs> and extra damage. <laughs> so I hit that first headshot and I was glad about it. But it went bad from there on. But when I was there, what I realized is it just seemed like more a a community of camaraderie and hey, look at this new gun I got. And hey, let me show you how to do this. Because as soon as I told him it was my first time shooting, it turned into a community situation. Well, because they I'm sure they didn't want you to leave with a negative. I don't think they experience? care. I don't think they care about my experience. I just that's just how it looked. It's just like a boy, grown boys club. Well, but I'm saying like if it's if this is your first time and they make it better that like I don't know. I feel like gun enthusiasts. Well, what I'm saying like is like when people like guns. That was going on before I let them know. We shot like a bunch oh, around. Okay. Like it was just. It's like it's clearly they know every they clearly everybody that was there know each other. Yeah. And so it just seemed like a little rascals meeting or some shit. <laughs> like everybody was just, hey, check out this new weapon I got. Oh wow, what is that you using? It was somebody in there using a silencer, which are illegal, I imagine, right? Ain't it still illegal? I think so. Either way, somebody I was like, what is that? I think they are. <laughs> because the game I, I play a game called the Division, and it sounded like when you shoot a shock turret where it electrocutes you, it sounded like you shooting one of those. And I was like, what is that? I had no idea. My brother was like, it's a silence. I was like, you're supposed to have those, are you? But I don't, I don't, it's too much. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. It's the device itself has too much power. It provokes too much anxiety. It triggers fear. It can harm at massive. So even the playfulness and even the camaraderie and even the genuinely positive environment there from the dude that trained us initially to everybody that was in there, it don't change the the core problem that I have with guns. It's leveraged for too many things that are negative and it can cause too many negative outcomes yeah. for me to look at it and hold it and be having fun and to think that it's amazing. And my brother told me before we started, he think I'd be good at it. And it sound, it looked like I was good at it from, you know, the shooting that we did. But how but, much of that is for first-person first shooters, do you think? Because you play a lot of those. How much? What you mean? Of how good you were at it. Nah, it ain't the same. Is that the same? It ain't the same. It's like... That, what he told us when we trained, he said, okay, it's 9 millimeter. On the back of it is a little U. Uh -huh. And on the front of it is a little white line. 
in order to aim, you got to get the white line in between the little U shape. Uh-huh. And you have to aim below what you're trying to shoot to hit what you're trying to shoot. But for revolvers, for some reason, he said, don't nobody really know. You got to aim above to get that same thing. He don't, but I was like, but it's different. It's like, because it comes with anxiety. I have a particularly low level of anxiety, so I, I wasn't really shaking. My cousin was shaking like before her first shot, mm. you know. She was shaking when she was putting the bullets in, you know, but it comes with a lot of other, like, ain't no games going to come with that level of anxiety unless it's a horror game yeah. when you're shooting. And so it, it's other, and then you don't know who finna shoot what next to you in the ground next to you. So it's a lot more that came with shooting than just pressing a button, you know, on a game. Uh, I believe that to you. That being said, I feel the same way I felt about guns before, but I will go again to get a second impression of the situation. And I don't, I want it to be less people in there. So it's not so much bang, bang, Yeah, bang. so it's just not so much going on. But I do want to get a second impression with a different gun. Well, I'm still not going to go. <laughs> AC, I hope you listen. I'm fucking not going because he's been like, oh, Mr. Old Boy, when he going to the range now, he didn't know. That was never a thing. It, I wasn't not going because you had been. I don't go because I don't fucking want to go. I don't care who goes. I can hear Obama went to the range. I don't give a shit. I don't want to go to the race. Like, I'm not going to go. I don't care who goes. So I haven't changed my mind about that because. I just don't have for what I just I have no the no device inhibit me from wanting to get more into it but if it was like a paintball gun range <laughs> a nerf gun range I shot a paintball gun that shit's hurt have you really? ever hit mm-hmm. one I want to go I ain't never been hurt we need to go don't we'll shoot find us me somewhere to go don't we can do it me with it because they hurt but yeah we need to go we need to be on the we'll same have to team, team up yes so that you can't shoot me because they hurt <laughs> and I'm gonna be mad at whoever shoots me and I'm gonna be mad at you so we need to team up, but yeah, it's fun though. It is fun. They just hurt when when you get hit. It's fun shooting other people, but it's not fun getting hit. Only headshots, extra XP, can't, baby. Can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> you can't hit people in the head with the paint gun. Well, they better Body get that shot. damn head out the way. <laughs> Body shots. Mm. Body shots. Only. Okay, send a mask. There we go. <laughs> anyway. That's all I got. You got anything else on your mind? I do not. I want to apologize for sounding like fucking whatever I sound like. I had this cold for almost a week. It won't go away. You just sound like you with a cold. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Okay. Well, until we come to the next conversation. We out. Holla. Holla.